Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, Coach Jay here, and this week I have Shruti back with me, and we talk about protecting your energy levels, physically, mentally, and emotionally, and this could involve different situations with your environment, people in your life, and your daily activities. Hey guys, Coach Jay here from the Power Shift Mindset Podcast, and I'd like to talk to you about my personal coaching page, beammotivation.com. For over 25 years, I've been coaching in one form or another and absolutely love it. It's definitely a passion of mine. I spent 15 years coaching high school soccer and baseball and absolutely loved those years of my life. I've since gone on to get certifications at a level 3 USA archery coach, mental management and mental toughness certifications, and I've taken what I've coached in the sports world and applied it to life. Taking those same mindsets and skills for life coaching, getting balance in your life. That same mindset that you might take to the plate in the bottom of the ninth inning is what you're going to take into that board meeting, into that sales pitch, and even in dealing with situations within your family. If you need any form of coaching, whether it be for your athletic endeavors or for just balance in your life, please check out beammotivation.com. You can also find me on Instagram at beammotivation as well as Facebook at Beam Motivation and Coaching. Once again, this is Coach Jay from the Power Shift Mindset Podcast and BeamMotivation.com. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay and Trudy is back with me this week. And today we're talking about your energy and how to recognize when your energy is being drained physically, emotionally, mentally, and what you can do to keep those levels up and uh, avoid having them go down. And Trudy, what's your feeling on balancing your energy levels and, and keeping them where you want them? I think it's important to check in with yourself. So if your energy is being drained emotionally, I think it goes hand in hand with mentally and physically. Like I think they're a combination of things. And a lot of the time it's either when you're, not fulfilled or you're around people that are draining your energy and that's something to be highly aware of what about you what are your thoughts around that well, I like how you touched on like more the emotional and and mental aspect of it because we all talk about being tired physically and the we, we've also touched base on how like if you go to the doctors no one makes a big deal of it the dentist no one makes a big deal of it you go to a mental health professional and everyone thinks something's wrong where that mental health and that emotional health is, is real. And I don't think we give enough credit to the fact that you could physically have plenty of energy. You could be able to go off your couch and run a marathon with no problem. But if you're mentally drained or emotionally drained, it's just as draining as being tired physically. Absolutely. I think that's so true. And I, actually was looking at ways to shield yourself, quote unquote. And for people that want to Google it, it's really interesting because there's a lot of the time you're like going out to work situations or you're at a party or around friends and maybe it's not even a like a conscious thing where people are draining your energy. But I like to check in with myself as to where, how I'm feeling before I go somewhere and then how I feel when I come back, because that's going to tell me like, okay, well, I felt grounded and good before I left my house. And now I feel lower on energy or depressed or just like, just drained inside and out. And that tells me, 
that's not me. That tells me that something else and I'm letting it affect me now. What, do, what am I going to do about it? How am I going to take action in terms of protecting myself? Because that is so important. You're going to be encountering people all the time, every single day. You have to learn how to shield yourself. It's so important. Right. And sometimes you, you have to make changes in, in what you're doing. I mean, some of them are little changes. Some of them are, are big changes. And, and you can feel the difference in, in different environments that you're in. And whether it be, oh, yeah. and whether it be a, a social club that you're part of, whether it be work in your careers, I mean, there's times where eventually you just, you don't have the energy to continue doing what you're doing in that, in that setting. And, and I talked about um, gearing up for, for an event. I mean, I, I take athletic teams that I've coached where you have you're playing one of the best teams in the league. You come up with a lot of energy ready to play, but then when you're going to play a weaker team where you're thinking, eh, this is going to be easy. You don't, you don't have that drive. You just think that you can go and do it. And there's sometimes when you're in this situation, uh, again, whether it be social group or a relationship a friendship, a, a work relationship where there's nothing more for you driving you to do, do what you're doing where it's just, you see that it's a dead end, that there's nothing there. And how do you keep your energy level up to continue moving forward? I mean, I think everyone has their own pride in what they do. And sometimes it's tough to keep moving at that energy level when you don't maybe, maybe don't feel appreciated or there's just no, like, I guess someone would say, there's no carrot at the end for you to, for you to run after. Yeah. And that's why I also think, you know, a lot of the time people work you have to go to work, you have to work at a job sometimes that you don't always like. I think it's really, really, really important to at least add something in that day, even if it's 15 minutes, something that you really love and enjoy, whether it's drawing for 15 minutes, whether it's playing music, even when you're tired, because if it's something you love to do, that is going to bring your energy level up. I could be having the worst day and then I do something that I really write, like uh, writing, for example, or creating something, and my energy level goes up. So that tells me that, ooh, okay, this is the energy booster I need. And then when I'm out, some sometimes people that I'm closest to, and this is something I've become aware of, I'm like, oh, wow, this person is really draining my energy. And I'm like, I don't know how to go about this because this is someone really close to me. Now this is awkward and uncomfortable. But as you start to become more aware of yourself, and you get in touch with yourself, your other senses are going to heighten. Therefore, you're going to be aware of how you feel around people. So that awareness is like, it's a gift, but you have to, you have to know what to do with it because that's going to suck the life out of you. They call them, I think they call them energy vampires. I don't know if you're familiar with that term. Uh, Well, I definitely have situations that, that I'm in that definitely have energy vampires there. Uh, We're just looking to make changes and, and, and keep that energy level up to keep that drive. Uh, and you mentioned doing like a hobby. Uh, I had when you weren't available last week, Dr. Katie was on. And even in my previous chat with her uh, on Instagram, uh, we talked about like with my cardiac rehab, because I can't necessarily go and do the the high energy stuff, the running as much, or, or I have to keep my levels a little lower. She mentioned doing the act other activities. Like yesterday when I got home, I literally came in here, sat down, picked up my bass and played music for an hour. So for the people that look at the activities that they can't necessarily do I and mean, take exercise, you get injured, you, you 
hurt your ankle and instead of letting that drain you emotionally that you can't go running anymore or ride your bike find that other activity that can fill that void if you if you played music before okay pick up the guitar a little more or or draw or do the art stuff or those other activities that can still be done and you can fill that spot and it might I mean, re-energize you and Jen who, Jen, who was on the show, she plays flute and we're going to set her up with Dylan with my younger son to do and lessons with him. And she was excited because it gives her that drive again to pick it up. I mean, she doesn't play, yeah. any, she doesn't play in any type of concert band or anything like that, but kind of misses it. So now it just kind of forces her on a weekly basis to pick it up. And as much as she's going to be doing, obviously, elementary level stuff working with Dylan it's going to give her that, that drive to, to pick it up and play again. And little things like that really help. Definitely. Definitely. I was going to ask you, are you aware when your energy is being drained? Like, is it a moment for you where, you know, or where you come home and you're like, "Mm, that felt icky or that felt like very draining. Yeah. There's definitely isolated incidences where you're in a situation and you, you do, I mean, one event and you come out of it and it's like, wow, that, that sucked the life out of me where you might do, you might do that same activity all the time, but this one particular time you had a different group of people that just really made it difficult where other times it's like, you look at your watch and then five minutes, an hour went by because it was just so exciting and everything just went right. And then there's other times yeah. where the hour doesn't go by fast enough. Um, and then there's other situations that, I mean, I'm going on, five years or more where it's like, it's been hard to, to keep that energy level up where you know that, all right, there's nothing more for me here. And, and that, that drive, uh, I used an example. If you, if you follow international soccer, you play in the, the premier league, the top league and the bottom two teams at the end of the year, go down to the second division. So if you played in that top league for I mean, five years, eight years, 10 years, and then all of a sudden your team isn't any good, you go down to that second league. How do you, put your uniform on in game one of the season. And all of a sudden you're in the second division and you want that same drive and the team's making less money. You, you, if there's less prestige from being on there, there's no more, you're not on TV anymore. It's like, how do you keep driving forward as hard as you did? And again, we all have pride. We all have an integrity. We all try to do the best we can at any given time, but sometimes there's things around you that just are hard to look past. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone goes through those moments too. You can't beat yourself up for that. It's just about checking in with yourself, at least for me. So I think that has a lot to do with your environment too and who you're surrounding yourself with. So even if it's not um, uh, something that's related, right? Like, so like your job isn't really related to your friends, but it kind of is. So the people that you're seeing, the five people that you're seeing on a regular basis or the five people that you're texting are influencing your life. They're influencing your energy, whether you want to be aware of it or not. It's just, it is the truth because they, they are still around you. They're still around you in some way. So are they inspiring you? Are they being negative? You got to ask yourself those questions, I think, because that will tell you Oh, okay. Like you said, you hang out with someone for an hour and it feels like five minutes went by. Then, you know, that's the type of person that you should be around that your energy levels are up. You're happy. You're excited. When you get home, you're like, Oh, I wish I could have hung out with them longer. Whereas if you, your body will also tell you, we talked about physical health. 
your body will immediately react to someone. You know, when you meet someone, you get like just a bad vibe, bad instinct for no reason. You haven't even talked to them to get, and it happens in your body first. And that's not a conscious thing either. It's just like when, when someone goes, boo, like and scares you, you react in your body first. It's totally unconscious. So really paying attention and trusting that and not second guessing it where you're like, oh, maybe I'm just like reading too much into it. No, trust your gut. Oh, yeah, definitely trust your gut. I mean, I'd kind of joke around. You have to go with your gut. And especially especially when you're talking about like going into relationships, having conversations with friends, touch your trust your gut because your head thinks too much and your heart doesn't think enough. So always go with your gut feeling. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah, you you definitely find people that will will either drain your energy or or give you that energy. I mean, in different situations, if you if you're in a situation that's just not going well, and I've I've been there, where you you talk to one person and they're like, all right, well, maybe you should just move on. Maybe you should just I mean, quit, for lack of a better term. I mean, maybe there's there's nothing left. Just go on to something else. Where other people will say, you know what, I I see it working. I see that maybe if you just make these little adjustments or, or work out with the other person, um, see what you can change, see what you can adjust. I and mean, I can still see success with this situation. Um, but you'll have some that it's just like right away. They're like, all right, well, give up. I mean, so which one do you want? Who do you want to be around the person that's, I mean, in, in more words than just simply give up, not really supporting not i mean they're not even giving you the courtesy of the energy to really listen and and evaluate everything being said it's just a quick simple answer and move on who's going to give you that energy to keep working yeah i mean you got to really tune into that and see how you feel yeah no it's Definitely the, the surroundings can play into that mental and emotional energy, right? Now from, from, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. They say from a physical standpoint, obviously we know that the, the chemical reactions of the body and, and you have false energy. I mean, you see all these energy drinks. I mean, if you're on Instagram, it's like every other slide is a bang commercial for that energy yeah. drink. And it's like, so you have, you have your Red Bulls and your monsters and I mean, anything and high on caffeine. And it's like, yes, you might feel that push for, for that event or the day. Um, but it's also that, that false energy, physical energy, where you can feel the, the crash at the end. Uh, I mean, sleep is a big one. I know that's one that I don't get as much as I'd like. I mean, that's the one missing piece. And obviously, you know that I, I work out regularly. Uh, I eat well. And to go on the energy with the eating well, I also enjoy life. We went out to Buffalo Wild Wings last night. We had wings. I'm not one of this person that doesn't <laughs> touch fried food or never has pizza or won't have cake at my nephew's birthday party. I still want to live life because you can do everything so physically perfect to keep those energy levels up that psychologically and emotionally are you living? And when you're when you're at that that nephew's or niece's birthday party and you're not having a piece of cake just because it doesn't you're afraid of you're the calories. Yeah. You're depriving yourself of, of yeah. moving forward. And I understand different situations, uh, health reasons, or if you're, I mean, if you're I mean, going into some type of athletic competition and you're prepping, I, I understand isolated situations, but when you do it all the time, 
uh, it, it definitely plays into it and keeping that, that being able balance. to live life. Yeah. The ba balance is the best way to, to put it. Yeah. So important. And another thing I was just thinking about too was, and I never really used to focus on this, but like decluttering my environment. So I got rid of a bunch of, uh, got rid of a bunch of clothes. I, you know, reorganized my dresser and all these little things. And I feel like a weight was like lifted off my shoulders. I felt lighter. I was like, I got to do this. And I've read about that in like Feng Shui about really decluttering your environment. Look around you and see how much stuff you probably have from 10 years ago in your closet that you aren't using. Get rid of it, donate it, put it somewhere else or like just out. So then you can kind of welcome in that new energy that you're looking for. So that might be another thing. I would definitely say that, recommend that because I've done it myself and I know what it feels like. And I was like, why didn't I do this five years ago? I should have cleared that out. And I'm, I'm going to get rid of even more clothes because we don't need that much stuff. If you think about it, if you have this like just clear environment, clean, nice, tidy, it makes a difference. Don't, don't look behind me when you're talking about decluttering. I mean, <laughs> for those that have seen the short videos that I've done, I, I record in, in the room that has all of my instruments and, and we kind of joke about the, the wire gnomes, the, the cords that you use to plug in your bass or your guitar and stuff like that. And they're just a big knotted mess, kind of like the behind your TV with all the wires on your surround sound system. But I, yeah. I have seen that where when this, this room seems to get cleaned out like every five weeks, it's like we come in, we put everything where it belongs and, it also tends to be the holding place where it's like, okay, we're shooting tomorrow. Keep the bows upstairs, tuck them into that room. Um, but the cluttering, you mentioned you have things that you haven't used or clothes you haven't worn in 10 years. Uh, my mother-in-law actually just sold her house and we had to clean out the basement because we have wedding gifts. Uh, for those that you don't, don't know, we just celebrated 20 years. Um, we have wedding yes, gifts that congratulations. we- Congratulations. We have wedding gifts we never, never opened to use. We obviously opened the wrapping, but we, we, have, we have some nice saying, crystal candle holders and bowls and stuff like that, that we just don't have the, the use for them in, in the home that we're in. So they've been sitting there and everything got rapidly cleaned out of my mother-in-law's house and came back here. And now it's in the playroom where <laughs> just a big pile and we got to go through it. And like you said, there, there's some things that, okay, we haven't used it in 20 years. We never used it. So we won't miss it if it's gone. Some of it's just got to be tag sale, then get your five bucks for it and, and move on. Um, but we do need to declutter and go. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know, I know the moms out there have a tendency to hold on to baby clothes uh, much longer than the dads do. And my yeah. mother had, my mother has baby clothes left from when I was a baby and Maria's having a tough time decluttering the basement with the bins of that stuff but i know that stuff is hard to let go because there's like a lot of memories attached to it yeah. but when you when you i i can definitely see the energy level when it's when you do that when just cleaning up your environment and we're going with the the physical aesthetics of the environment but it also works with and going back to the two people you talked to that one was like, okay, well move on, just quit. And the other ones, like, no, no, I think we can work on this. Let's make this better. So you can, you can declutter yeah. your environment with who you, who you spend time with and who you associate with. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a major one is who you are exchanging energy with. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know when I hang out with my friend, we always talk about it. Even if we meet up for like 10 minutes, 
you know, she lives very close to me. She's like, I always feel recharged after I hang out with you. And I say the same thing to her. I'm like, I always feel the same way. And sometimes I could be in like a cranky mood before, but then when I go see her, it's like, I feel like I just got the natural boost of positive energy. And that tells me that that is the right person around me. And I obviously, you know, want to not be draining her, (laughs) but that immediately tells me, okay, this person is light. They bring some sort of rejuvenation and peacefulness in my life. I want this person around. Also, another thing I was thinking about, about when your energy is drained, another thing you can do is like, you know, you were saying the stuff in your uh, attic that you have, instead of selling it for a tag sale, you can do that too. But like, give back, do something, even if it's a small gesture in a day where you're doing something nice for someone, I promise you this, I promise you, you will feel so good giving, guarantee, I don't care who you are, trust me, like, I know, like, people get uncomfortable receiving, right, like, gifts, but think about when you give someone, like, a gift, or you give them something, how good you feel. Yeah, I I definitely like doing that, um, and when you and I first met, I, I gave you the card with the angel coin. And I know and I love that. And, and I've you. I've sent that to to a few people. Uh, and I had a couple friends recently that I reconnected with and um, gave a card. And it seems like whenever I do that, it's it's at the right time. And it's like I I have over I, I think it might even be close to a thousand little cartoons and quotes and stuff like that that I'll randomly send to people. And it just seems like you always send the right one at the right time and they're, they're hearing things. Uh, and you talk about boosting your energy by being with and certain people. And I'm, I'm a hugger. I love hugs. I give real hugs. It's not the limp noodles wrap yeah. your arm around. And I mean, quick tap the back bro hug type thing. It's when I give a hug, you, you feel the hug. And I just, I mean, did a search. I know I've seen it many times and we all see the quotes that come up on Facebook or Instagram about the benefits of hugs. And here's it. Hugging helps lower our stress throughout the day. Hugs can also give our immune system a healthy boost. Hugs might even lower your heart rate and blood pressure and a few good squeezes could lead to decreased depression. I mean, so something as simple as that and being with that, the, the right friend, being with the friend that you, 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 you meet up with a hug, you have that great supportive and day and conversation, and then you you end it with another hug. It's you, you can see how that can really help you on the physical stuff. Obviously, being with that right person emotionally and and mentally, but even the physical aspect, uh, your physical health and energy can be boosted with that. Oh my goodness! Yes, I love hugs. I'm a big hugger too, and I have read about that before. What you were saying, like how it can help with heart problems, or just making you feel good. And I think, I think um, like last year, people couldn't touch anybody. And now you can go out and hug people and people are so grateful for like the simplest thing as hugging somebody because we couldn't do that in a year, right? Or like for months, there was a time where you literally could not touch someone if you didn't live with them. So that just tells you it's like wow that is something I really like missed and needed and wanted was this simple thing that boosted my energy and it was a hug this is the most beautiful thing well that you you mentioned how we had that full year or, or at least the first six months of it where it was like that 
that no fly zone of don't come in contact with people and no hugs. Yeah. I, I remember after we were all isolated for a few months, I'd sent uh, my friend Autumn a message just saying, Hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? I need to see people. And she had mentioned that her brother was having a picnic and these are all friends I went to high school with. And uh, a little joke is I mean, Autumn was my first crush in high school and uh, we still joke oh, about so it 25 cute. years later. And it's like, no, I need, I need hugs. I need to see people. And we, we all got together at this picnic and I mean, it was probably a bigger crowd than it should have been. And it was, it was probably around Memorial day weekend of last year. So at that point we, we had been isolated for about three months or so. And it's just, I remember just giving her the, the biggest hug. And I mean, it was one of those, I mean, hold for 20 seconds because we haven't seen human touch in so long yeah. living with that. And it's amazing how much that could really make the difference. And, and all three energy levels really tie in, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional, they, they all tie into each other. They definitely do. Even um, going for, and I was doing this for a while before it started being 90 degrees out. I was going for like 25 minute walks, just just to be outside in nature. I mean, nature is a part of us and just being outside. I mean, we spent so much time outside last year because we had, we had to, we couldn't be inside and just being in nature. It just feels so grounding and just walking, even if it's for 10 minutes, I guarantee your mood will sort of shift. If you're like in a pissy mood or just cranky mood, go outside, sit outside or walk, just walk 10 minutes. And that will, it's the simplest things that actually can really uplift our energy. Oh, I, I agree with that. Um, I mean, I love, we mentioned the hiking. I mean, I, lo I love to go and hike and in that refreshing uh, atmosphere of just going out in the middle of the woods. Uh, I, ju I just watched a video. Uh, I forgot the actual, I think I want to say it's the Hordness family. I think he was the the rapping dad at one point, but they, they've been doing these great skits and stuff. And they just did one about camping and they're the annoying neighbor just happened to be at the campground, setting up their camper with everything, with the air conditioner and the TV. And she's like, well, that's not can't, that's not refreshing. We want to stay in a tent. We want nature. We want, and as much as technology is great when you're backpacking and the electronic maps and GPS to be able to shut everything down and just go out in the woods. And I've mentioned it many times that I'll, I'll do that where we're talking 18 hours, even, even 12 hours. And I'll tell my wife, I'm sleeping in the woods and I'll leave here at six, seven o'clock at night, get to the woods, sleep there and be back in the car by seven in the morning and back home where it's, I mean, slightly over 12 hours, but that, I mean, I have a couple spots local five miles away where just to be out there and, and watch the sunset, watch the sunrise and, and hopefully not hear much of man-made sounds, no road noise it's it's very refreshing being outside and rejuvenating oh yeah i mean i talk about how everyone charges their phone and everyone makes sure that they put their phone in the charger every night so it's fully charged and they don't want to just put it on the charger for two or three hours because that won't fully charge it yet everyone deprives themselves of sleep i mean i started touching on how how important sleep is and uh and trust me i was the way the whole sleep is overrated and and you hear the comment, oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead and stuff like that, where people just like, you, once you realize how important sleep is, um, which is another aspect that's draining me in certain situations that I'm in where I don't get enough sleep because of things not in my control that I, I just, I can't sleep in. And at some point being in those situations just aren't worth it anymore. And you got to make changes. 
Yeah. I mean, sleep is definitely, definitely important. I mean, when you're away on a trip or something, sure, you might not sleep as much, but I mean, it makes all the difference. If you just get that extra hour of sleep, it just, you will feel more, more energized during the day. Cause I mean, for me, at least if I don't sleep well, I feel really groggy the next day and I don't feel like I'm as productive as I can be. But when I get a good night's sleep, I'm like sunshine the next day. So everyone's different, but you seem like you can just function on very like four hours of sleep and you're good. I, I can function on it because the body's been programmed for it. I mean, right. I've been waking up for, for work at 4 a.m. and in work for 5 a.m. Um, the past three months or more, I, I've been getting up at five and going in for six. Uh, I kind of let my boss know that, hey, this is what my body's doing with this recovery thing from since having the stent put in. And uh, so I've made a, a slight tweak to it. Uh, but waking up at, at four for over 20 years, and pushing 25 years now, even on a Saturday with no alarm, my body by 6.30 at the latest is waking me up saying, oh, whoa, wait a minute, you, you slept for two and a half hours more than you're supposed to get up, start moving. So even if I wanted to sleep in the seven, it would take a good six months of reprogramming just to allow myself to get that that far into sleep. And uh, yes, I can function on minimal sleep, but I can also feel the draining aspect of doing that on a daily basis. But it's like a mental clock. You do automatically kind of get up when you, even without setting your alarm, I'm sure you right. would get up at that time because like you said, you've been programmed to get yeah, up. My, at my that body time. clock's just set for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, I mean, physically that that's draining. Um, like I said, emotionally and mentally knowing different situations that I'm in that there's there, there's like not that carrot, like I said, the yeah, that the the benefits of okay, what what will improve being in this situation? I mean, there's many situations we're in. Like I said, if it's a work situation, a social situation, are we going to benefit for staying in this environment much longer? I mean, or is it getting to the point where it's counterproductive, where where it is draining your energy on, on any level? And yeah. and it's it's a tripod. I mean, it's all three pieces. I mean, when you talk about health and fitness, you talk about exercise, eating the right foods and eating the right amount. And yes, you will, you'll make progress if you do two of the three, but you'll really be successful if you do all three. Well, same thing. You have to have your physical, mental, and emotional energy all up there. If only two of the three are there, that tripod's going to tip over and you're not going to be successful. Yeah, no, so right. So true. So what would you say are some tips, you know, that people should think about when it comes to not draining their energy? Well, I've always, and, and this sounds counterproductive. I, I've obviously from the beginning, I, I've, I've talked health and fitness, um, regular workouts of some sort. And obviously you have the, the guys like myself that hit the gym and lift weights multiple days a week. Um, but if you're, if you're just starting a routine to get out there and like you said, just go for a walk. And if you attach it to, okay, I'm going to have dinner and then I'm going to go for a walk around the block. That might only be a mile, but starting some type of routine. And it sounds counterproductive because wait a minute, if I'm going to work out, I'm going to make myself tired. Well, yes, you might make yourself tired, but if you do it enough, you might drop five pounds of body fat and now your body's carrying around 
less body fat, your strength yeah. is up, it takes less effort. And now you're not draining your energy because your body's physically accustomed to doing that. Um, so exercise is definitely a big one for the physical one. Uh, the mental and emotional, they kind of overlap a little more where I, I love nature personally. Um, so getting outside, going for that walk in the woods, refreshing, like we talked about, um, yeah. again, even if it's just a simple outdoor, uh, walk, um, just around the block, just to get out. Uh, and then any other activities that something that you might've done as a kid, or, I mean, even in your adult life that you're just not getting around to doing, I mean, if you, if you used to play piano and you have a piano or a keyboard in your house, make it a point to, to play for half an hour start with once a week or, or pick up that guitar or that flute like Jen's going to do or or just find that activity and artwork if that's what you do yeah um, and it's something you've always wanted to learn I mean I remember my mother taking a calligraphy class years ago because she just felt like learning it and she was saying that she's going to start doing that again where just find something that that makes you happy and, and gives you that energy the excitement of doing something that you love doing I couldn't agree more with that. And I would just say, yeah, pay attention to how you feel before you're going into a situation and how you feel after when you're around people, with your friends, your coworkers, whatever it is, just check in with yourself. And that'll tell you about, you know, who you should be surrounding yourself with first. And if you have to be around them, look up techniques to shield yourself, your energy. That's what I would have to say. Sounds good. All right, guys. Thanks for checking in this week and hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset, and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.